paraphrasing. On cross-examination, Sarah's aunt Linda, who became Sarah's confidant after her mom died, acknowledged there was some father-daughter friction. How would you describe Sarah's relationship with her father in 2016? Uh, I would say it was a little rocky. She was packing up her things um, while her father was away to get them ready to go. That's correct. Because she didn't want her father to know that she was packing That's correct. If the defense attorney could convince jurors that Sarah had a secret, urgent plan to get away from her father and move to Canada, then he was on his way to creating reasonable doubt. But how would he deal with the powerful testimony of Preston Taylor? The answer was simple and emphatic. Preston is a liar. His testimony is untruthful, it's false, it's imagined, it's erroneous, and not credible. And just how would the defense attorney back up that claim? Preston made it easy for him. You don't always tell the truth, is that correct? Having the best. Hoping for leniency after he was arrested, Preston told police an elaborate and disturbing story about one of his own relatives. You made an accusation against somebody said that you were sexually assaulted by that person. Right. And all those details that you gave, they were all false. They were all lies. Correct. Preston had lied to the police about someone close to him committing a serious crime. For Diaz Cobo, it was a gift to attack Preston's credibility. We're talking about somebody who has admitted to making up stories, Mm -hmm. making false accusations against innocent people. Defense attorney Diaz Cobo told jurors Preston's story about Liam was a lie too. A lie that could save him from spending the rest of his life in prison. He figures, point the finger at someone else. Let's see if I can turn the attention away from what I did, what I'm responsible for. Is he responsible for Sarah's death? He may be. That's one of the many questions that arise from this case. More questions than answers. The defense didn't just challenge the state's witnesses. Yes, Cobo also presented an eyewitness with an astonishing story. Craig Kevin Hessel Sr. And he wanted to tell the jury all about it. Be seated, sir. On that cold December morning in 2016, Craig Hetzel was doing what he always did. At 5 a.m., he drove his son to work, same route, same time, every day. There was a girl walking down the street. And I said to my son, I said, that is an awfully good-looking girl to be walking on the street at 5 o'clock in the morning. I remembered the things that she had on. She had this leather bomber jacket and like a, a, a fluffy collar mm-hmm. and she had high heel shoes on and I looked at her right in the face just like I'm looking at you right now I caught her eye and she caught my eye and all of a sudden she turned away turned her head down Hetzel a construction contractor who'd lived in Neptune for 35 years kept driving and then we're going over top of the Shark River Bridge on Route 35 and there's a car on the side